0: So let's talk all things growth. I'm about to share with you a framework that I paid over $15,000 to learn. It was a part of my coaching diploma when I studied that in 2009. And it still has an impact on me. And I'm going to share with you, this particular framework truly transformed my life and my thinking. I think it accelerated my growth. And once you know this framework that I'm about to share with you, it's going to help you to get clear on why you're seeing success in some areas of your life and why you're really struggling in others. And if you find it valuable, make sure you subscribe and leave a review. We'll talk to you really soon. Enjoy the Expert Edge. You are listening to the Expert Edge podcast. This is the place where experts come to command the stage, position themselves as authorities and scale their business up. Get ready to access your next level of potential with your host, Colin Boyd. So welcome back to The Expert Edge. And today I wanted to share with you a framework that has truly changed my life. I know for me, it was 2009 when I started to study life coaching and uh, I was so excited when I started to study life coaching. I remember just being fascinated with the fact that I could study at a, a higher academic level than school or something like that. I could study human behavior. And I remember just feeling so excited about the fact that I was spending a vast degree of my time understanding how to have personal success in my life. And doing a life coaching diploma for me uh, really changed my life. Like the impact that it had on me was just phenomenal. And, And I look back and I would definitely say that understanding human behavior, understanding human psychology... Uh, coaching methodologies, all that sort of stuff really laid the foundation for what I'm doing now. Although I don't necessarily teach coaching, uh, like I teach speaking and speaking to sell, but I, I definitely would say that I use a lot of the tools. And so if you've done any sort of training and coaching or anything like that, I'll definitely recommend it because it's just phenomenal in understanding people. Now, when I was doing my coaching diploma, I I was taught and I learnt a structure that originated from uh, Tony Robbins. And I think it's one of the most elegant uh, distinctions of how... People grow, the patterns of growth that we see in our life. And, and I was reflecting on any any moments of growth that I've experienced in my business, in my personal life, in my fitness, in my spiritual life or whatever. They all follow this particular pattern. And I think that when you understand how this pattern works, it can fundamentally Uh, shift the trajectory of your life. And remember, it's not about reaching your goals because your goals, once you reach your goals, you know, there's going to be a new goal. It's about what is the direction that your life is going. And so, destination is less important than direction. I'll say that again, destination is less important than direction. What's most important is that you are on the right track. And what's cool about this framework that you're going to discover is that you can very quickly change the trajectory, the direction of your life, of your business in a a very short, simple decision. But to be quite frank, without understanding and having conscious awareness of this pattern you're about to learn you can find yourself in some pretty dark places and i think this framework is just phenomenal because it really does articulate in such a simple way and encapsulate the process and structure of growth in yeah in businesses and people in relationships and all that sort of stuff and so really there are two core patterns that happen in our life Uh, there is what's called a dabbling pattern and there is a mastery pattern Now, a dabbling pattern is a pattern where basically you're spiraling through doing activities that might feel good for you, but they're not really good for you. Uh, And then you move into doing activities that don't feel good at all, and you end up kind of, you know, really deteriorating the quality of your life. Then there's a mastery pattern, which is you're doing activities that really stretch you and grow you, and then it moves into your comfort zone. And so I'm going to go through what this means and articulate this because I think this is going to be super helpful. So it was around 2010 and I was really stuck with my business. I didn't know how to start it. I didn't know how to grow it. And I remember I was studying coaching and I was actually really enjoying studying coaching, but I didn't know how to get paid clients. I didn't know how to get started. And so instead of going out and, and doing networking and reaching out and starting promoting myself and all that sort of stuff, because that just felt too uncomfortable, I, I distracted myself. I, got, I I distracted myself by maybe studying more, right? Like I would study more on how to understand human behavior rather than learning how to actually get clients. I would just do, do distracting activities. Like I would do like a bunch of, I'll do like more surfing or i would go and hang out with friends and all these things aren't bad, but I just knew that I had a passion. I I wanted to grow my coaching business at the time and I was just feeling really stuck and I found myself doing activities that kind of met a need but didn't really enable me to, to grow the thing that I was wanting wanting to grow. And so what happened was I remember picking up the phone one day. This was the back in the day when we had you know cord phones and so it was attached to the wall and I, I remember calling a few friends who were in the coaching industry and I knew some people who had got some referrals and things like that. And uh, what ended up happening was uh, I spoke to one friend and then he said, oh, you know, let me refer you to another friend. And and all of this activity was was definitely outside of my comfort zone. Like it felt uncomfortable to just call people up and just really just check in and see how the coaching business is going. Like I was just trying to start some conversations and build some relationships. And then what was cool is one thing led to another. And I ended up getting a referral to another friend and, and I got referred to this one guy. And I remember he invited me out to come out for lunch and we went out for lunch and and, and he had been running his business for about six months but he'd seen some dramatic success. Like he'd done you know over a hundred, hundred fifty thousand $150,000 in the first six months of his business. And you know, back in 2009, that was a, that was a big number. I know there's some crazy numbers out there these days, but you know, this was before like digital courses and things like that. And he was working with a large coffee company, and he said to me, he said, "Colin, uh, I can see you've got some great skills. Why don't you come and do some training with me, and and I will pay you a like a subsidy for the training." And so this was like a really cool opportunity because this was, uh, you know, one of the few bigger clients that I got to have access to, and and that really like grew my confidence. I started doing more coaching and more training, and then. And then things just started to snowball from there as well. I started to get more referrals. I started to get more confident with selling my services. I started doing a lot of coaching for free. So I was doing a lot of pro bono coaching. And then I stepped out of my comfort zone again and started to ask if people wanted to continue and do to do some paid coaching. And, and so it was like this continual cycle of mastery where I was stretching outside of my comfort zone, learning the new skill, putting that in, inside my comfort zone, and then again stretching outside of my comfort zone. And so what tends to happen is in your business is you're either moving in a dabbling pattern or you're moving in a mastery pattern. And any growth, any success is always connected to a mastery pattern. Pattern, and so let's unpack what these what these four distinctions are. They call it, they refer to it. I think Tony refers to it as the four experiences. And these, but these four experiences have, I think, just knowing this framework can, like I said, it can fundamentally change your life. It 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 has mine. And every time I sit down and I look at this model, it helps me to just get some some real heightened awareness of of whether that part of my life is moving in the right direction, right? And also, just gives me a lot of awareness around how easy it is to actually change the trajectory of a certain area of your life. And so, let's go through them and how they work. So, the first two experiences I'm going to explain are referred to as the mastery pattern. So, the mastery pattern is made up of these two experiences. The first experience is this, is doing activities that feel good and they're also good for you. They're good for others and they're good for the greater good. So their experience that feels good, good for you, good for others, good for the greater good. And so for me, right now, speaking on a virtual stage, speaking to an audience, you know, speaking to an audience of around, I would say, up to about 200 people, maybe 300 people. Very comfortable for me. In fact, I really enjoy speaking to audiences, you know, around that size. It's a nice dynamic. It's in my comfort zone. I enjoy it. Why? Why? Because I've done it a lot, right? It's, it's something that I enjoy. It's And it's good for me. It's good for them. It's good for the greater good. Like I help people, I contribute. But I've got to be honest, that size audience and speaking in general never used to sit there. It, it used to sit in, in experience number two, which I'm going to get to in a second. But there are many experiences right now that sit within your experience one, which is they feel good. They're good for you, good for others, good for the greater good. And they didn't used to sit there. In fact, you've grown to experience them to sit there. And so for me, other things that I, you know, that are really you know good for me, good for others, good for the greater good. I know for me, just you know, seeing my friends, hanging out with my friends, right? Seeing your family, hanging out with your family, uh, me spending time with my kids, with my wife, like all this stuff, it feels good. It's good for me. It's good for others. It's good for the greater good. I know for me, uh, recording podcasts, you know, like it's a fairly easy medium for me to. Produce content because I enjoy talking. Uh, it, it's a natural medium for me, and so doing podcasts is is feels good. It's good for others, and it's good for the greater good, right? It it, it has this flow-on effect of of the experience being positive on many levels, from a feeling level to a experience in my life, experience in your life, and experience in the greater good. Uh, greater good and the impact that that has on society, et cetera. And so that is that is the first experience. It's all of those experiences that fit within your comfort zone. They, they may not have always been in your comfort zone, but now, right now, they're in your comfort zone. Maybe it's maybe it's a coaching session for you. Maybe a, like a one-on-one coaching session is, is a really great experience for you. You really enjoy it. You enjoy coaching your clients. You enjoy helping them, making a difference, all that sort of stuff, right? And so that's an example of an experience The first experience, experience one, which is feels good, good for you, good for others, good for the greater good. But then we move into experience two, which is the secret to the mastery pattern. The mastery pattern experience two is this, is it the second experience, it doesn't feel good, but it's good for you. It's good for others and it's good for the greater good. This is any experience that is going to stretch you, to grow you, to develop you. I mean, think about, it, think about it. If I know for many of my students, the first time they run a webinar, it's really stretching for them. It's really uncomfortable and I know exactly how that feels. I know exactly how it feels to speak to an audience and to use technology in a new way and and to try new things and and to grow and to develop but but what's cool is even though it doesn't feel good it feels uncomfortable you could say maybe 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 you don't say oh you maybe you wouldn't describe it as oh it feels horrible but maybe it just feels really uncomfortable right it's uncomfortable it's new it's not familiar and it feels stretching, but sometimes it can actually be be painful. What I mean by that is, you know, think about exercise. Every time you stretch yourself in exercise or go for a run, I went for a run this morning. You know, when I'm pushing myself, sometimes it doesn't feel good. But I know it's good for me. I know it's good for others. I know it's good for the greater good, right? The more healthier I am, the better it is for our whole life. And so... So this is a experience too. an experience too is any sort of growth experience that you have. But what's crazy is this is the distinction is some of the experiences that you're having, you think they're a negative experience or your brain unconsciously is telling you, hey, that's a bad experience. Like, don't do that because that's so painful. But if you look at it through this framework and you go, okay, it's painful, but is it really good for me? Is it good for others is it good for the greater good and if it is it's what's called a level two experience and a level two experience is actually the only experience that is going to create growth and development and momentum in your life i'm going to say that again the the level two experience is the only only pathway for creating growth and momentum in your life and so rather than resisting those level two experiences the most successful people in this industry seek out level two experiences as often as they can. In fact, every single day, they realise that a level to experience is the experience that's going to take them to the next level. And so, I know for us, our last, you know, our last uh, three-part training series, I went for a bigger experience in terms of how many people were in the training, how many people we onboarded into the academy, all that sort of stuff. You know, bigger uh, audience than we've ever done before, and that was uncomfortable for me. Like that's uncomfortable. Right now, if I was to run the same three part training series and have the same goals, honestly, it would be a lot more comfortable than it was in the last one that we did. Uh, I'll give an example. I know for me, when I first started running webinars, you know, having 500 people sign up to a webinar. Felt uncomfortable. I was thinking, oh my gosh, that's so many people, and it is right five hundred people. But now f- five hundred people on a webinar—that's that's like in my mind, that's just getting started. That's like day one of registration, right? In my mind, that's like day one of registration. That's not that that that's not. At the end, I'm thinking I want to do six times that minimum for a webinar to make it feel like a growth experience. But, but like I said, it didn't start there. When I first started, 500 people was a lot. It, it was a level that was a level two stretching experience. But now, 500 people would easily be a level one. It's very comfortable for me. It, it w- I would be enjoyable. There's no, there's no like stretching in me of going, oh my gosh, that's a big number. It just feels comfortable. But that's because I've done that number so many times that it sits within my comfort zone, and it's gone from a level two experience into a level one experience and so you are you starting to see the pattern the mastery pattern here mastery pattern is doing level two experiences with enough consistency and intensity so that that level two experience becomes a level one experience and then you have a bigger comfort zone a bigger capacity and you can make more of a difference that is how you grow my friend that is how You develop your business. That is the mastery pattern. It's the secret to growing any area of your life. Think about it. Think about your relationships. Maybe, you know, if you're married, maybe think about your marriage doing things that feel a bit uncomfortable maybe they're new maybe it's doing a new planning a new event or planning a new experience or getting out of your comfort zone, having some vulnerable conversations. it feels uncomfortable sometimes. but what happens is that eventually moves into a beautiful experience of connection a relationship and and vulnerability and and so forth and and that moves into a level one experience right and so in any area, your fitness, your spiritual life, your, your uh, business life, you know, so many areas of your life. I know if, you know, learning about wealth and finance, when you start to do it, it, it feels uncomfortable because it, it's like, oh my gosh, it's this is confusing. This is new. I Like it feels uncomfortable, but then you do it a few times and it gets in your wheelhouse. You start to feel more comfortable comes a level one experience. So that is the mastery pattern, my friends. And if you do that, if you do that pattern enough, you'll see growth in every area of your life that you apply it to. However, There is a danger in the second pattern, which is referred to as the dabbler pattern. Now, the dabbler pattern is a pattern that essentially uh, shows the trajectory of someone who is on a downward spiral in a particular area of their life. So, like I said, you can apply this to specific areas of your life. Now the dabbler pattern it actually starts off the same as the mastery pattern, but it leads to a very different place. And so let me explain to you the dabbler pattern. Uh, an example of this is, is of a dabbler pattern is maybe I don't know maybe you're you're exhausted and and you get into this pattern of go, of like drinking alcohol every single day or over drinking alcohol. Maybe you're having five, six, seven, you know whatever, right? Uh, you know, glasses of alcohol every single day. And you're doing that because because it's an escape from the stress, from the challenge, from the difficulty in your life. And it feels good. When when you have a few drinks, it makes your body feel good. It relaxes your mind, all that sort of stuff. But the problem is, is that if you continue that on for years and years and years or however long, right? I'm not a doctor, but however long you do it, it will eventually lead into negative health and and potentially will have a negative impact on the energy levels on, on your whole life. It can have a huge impact and it can lead you into a really dark place. If you end up going down that trajectory on a greater and greater level, uh, doing drugs is another example of that is like you, you have this experience where it's euphoric or it's like really new and it's exciting or whatever. Like people talk about, um, you know, like doing like a drug and, and they go, Oh my gosh, I just felt amazing. And then you have this like down after it. And you just feel like the worst person on earth because that my friend is a dabbling pattern. And we do that pattern in our business. We do it in our life. We do it in our fitness. Instead of going out for a walk or a run, we stay inside and we eat chips, right? And we watch Netflix. Now, that's fine occasionally, but if it becomes a pattern of instead of doing the thing that's going to produce a good result, we start doing the thing that's going to just feel good in the moment, produce a negative result, we start dabbling in our patterns and in our lives. So, let me explain to you what specifically the dabbler pattern is. So, the dabbler pattern is made up of, once again, two experiences, just like the mastery pattern is made up of two experiences. However, the experiences are very different from the the mastery pattern. So the Dabbler pattern is this, doing experiences that feel good, but are not good for you, are not good for others, and are not good for the greater good. Like I said, over drinking alcohol or drinking alcohol every single day, right? Or just getting into that pattern because it feels good, right? And it's a very easy pattern to get into, especially during COVID or something like that. Uh, I think about video games. Like, you know, like if you play video games a lot, it feels good, it's really enjoyable. However, if you're just focused on, you get in a pattern of only playing video games, I'm probably talking to all the guys here mainly now, getting a pattern of only playing video games, it's going to turn into a dabbling pattern because it's a distraction-based pattern. It's not necessarily, unless you're a professional video game player, it's not really going to build anything significant into your life other than be just a a distraction. Now, like I said, I'm not saying that this stuff is bad in itself, but if you don't recognize... Of whether you are doing running a dabbler pattern in your business or in your life, of where you're doing things that just feel good, but they actually are not good for you long term. They're not good for the greater good, they're not good for for others, all that sort of stuff, then it's gonna, it's going to uh impact the trajectory, the success of your life. I think about business. Maybe, maybe going into your emails is the easiest thing to do. And you're like, you know, that's easy. It feels pretty good, it's comfortable, I, I know it. You go in your emails. Uh, but if you're in your emails all day, and you're running a business, you're not going to grow your business. It's very difficult to stay in your inbox all day and grow your business. In fact, I would say I spend about an hour in my inbox a week. Now I do have a you know, full time assistant, someone who helps me with stuff and so forth. But for me, my inbox is something that I want to stay out of. <laughs> even though it's very comfortable to be in and just answer because it's like my tasks are there. I don't even have to think about my tasks. They're just there because people are emailing me, right? Maybe you, maybe it's a distraction. Maybe it's something that you procrastinate. Maybe it's like I said, it's video games. Maybe it's alcohol. It could be drugs. It could be some other sort of, you know, experience that you seek that that gives you an endorphin hit or gives you an experience, but isn't good for your health it's not good for the greater good it's not good for others you know an example of that is like chocolate right chocolate gosh it tastes unbelievable candy sweets all that sort of stuff it tastes so good right because it feels good but it's not really good for you right you might you know you might be able to argue and say a little bit of chocolate's fine and that's and like i said it's not even about doing it once or doing it every now and again it's not about that it's having awareness Of that, if that is the experience that you're seeking and running in your life in specific areas, it will eventually lead to the next experience. So the first that experience I just referred to is they referred to as, as the 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 level three experience. The level three experience is doing things that feel good, are not good for you, not good for others, not good for the greater good. Okay? Uh, so that would be another example is like avoiding having a difficult conversation. Avoiding You know, doing the thing that, you know, is going to grow. It's like it it feels more comfortable to just avoid it. But eventually what happens is it leads into a level four experience, which is an experience that doesn't feel good. It's not good for you, not good for others, not good for the greater good. I'll give an example of that. That is depression. That is anxiety. That is negative self-talk. That is um, beating yourself up internally. That is focusing and continually mulling over a really negative situation. I mean, think about it. It's a level four experience. It's you're doing something that doesn't feel good. It's not good for you, not good for others, not good for the greater good. It's a level four experience. Now, what's powerful is when you realize that it's simply just an experience that that you are creating, usually in your mind. It's a level four experience, you realize that you have access to three other experiences and that could be a level one experience or a level two experience. So level one is it feels good, it's good for you, good for others, good for the greater good. A level two experience is it's uncomfortable, it doesn't feel good but it's good for you, good for others, good for the greater good. And so for me, surfing, level one experience, right? I love it. It's good for me, good for others, good for the greater good, where maybe maybe it's uh, training to surf for really big waves and getting fit. That's like a level two experience because it's it's uncomfortable. It stretches me, but I know it's going to grow me in that particular area. Now, I don't necessarily want to become a professional surfer, so I don't go hard after that pattern. But you can see what I mean is like, if I understand the pattern of mastery, I can create growth in that particular area of your life. And so the powerful thing about this is realizing that there are patterns. And what I love about this particular framework is it's such a simple pattern. It is, there is a mastery pattern or there is a dabbling pattern. They're the only two patterns that you've got in your life. And what you have to think about is, is getting awareness of where you are running those patterns. Because You could be running a mastery pattern in your business and running a dabbling pattern in your relationship or in your health, right? So specific areas of your life, you're gonna be running different patterns depending on the focus or the goals of what you have. Now, having goals will improve the chances of running a mastery pattern, wouldn't you agree? Because it's like, you've got a focus, you know where you're going. There's this focus and intensity about your direction. And so that is that is the four experiences of of our life. And that is the that is the the growth model. And like I said, I originally learned this in my coaching diploma. And uh, and I think it's just so powerful. I, I think it's something that you can apply to your life. And so, hey, first of all, uh, what I'd love to know is what's been most valuable from our conversation today. And if you could leave a review, leave a uh, star review and uh, a written review of what's been most valuable on the podcast, that would be amazing. Make sure you are subscribed and share it with a friend. If you found this valuable, maybe share it with a friend. I think, think about one friend right now and go, "Ooh, this person would enjoy this. I think they would get a lot out of this. So why don't you send it and sh- you can just share it directly with the podcast. Uh, and if you want to tag me on Instagram, let me know what's been most helpful, most valuable. Do it in the stories at Colin Boyd. Guys, I hope this has been enjoyable. We talked about the proven model for growth. Uh, I use it in my life. The more I become aware of this model, the more it just impacts and changes my life. And uh, yeah, like I said, I hope it's been valuable. I'll see you next week. Make sure you subscribed next week for the Expert Edge. Have a great week, guys. Why is it so hard to know what content to include in your speeches and webinars? Knowing which ideas to keep in and what to leave out is the difference between just getting claps or signing clients. If you're really serious about making your content highly persuasive, make sure to download the Persuasive Content Builder while it's still available. Go to www.persuasivecontentbuilder.com and get your step-by-step formula for designing and delivering content that connects with your audience and moves them to join your programs. Until then, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Expert Edge.